0: All right, so welcome back. Another more than Sunday. My name's Tim. This is Lauren. And uh, if it's your first time listening to our more than Sunday podcast, is a new thing for us. It's just kind of a short form. Uh, it's like a breakdown of the sermon uh, from Sunday, and it's not a breakdown of every single thing. It's really just uh, kind of what we got from the sermon some of the main points and like how the Holy Spirit is using that and how we're applying that in our life. And so, um, really what we're trying to do with this because as Christians, we all want to be, we want to be Christians on, not just on Sunday. Yeah. And we don't want to just show up and hear the Word of God and just be like, oh, wow, that's cool and then forget it. We really want to take, take it home with us. We want to um, apply it we want it to actually feed us yeah. we don't want to just like you know sometimes and I've lived my life this way for a little bit is that you go and hear the word on Sunday and you're like mm, that tastes good and then you just spit it out and go home right and so that's kind of our heart with this is that
1: that's where the name comes from yeah, more than Sunday more than
0: Sunday that yeah. like how is God how is the word of God um, producing fruit in our life right and I, it always helps to hear how it's how it hits somebody else yeah because it, it almost gives you another layer. If you got something out of it, it gives you another layer of, like, okay, Lord, I, I want that too. I want to see it that way too. Um, and it makes me think of Hebrews 10:4 that says, um, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And I think that this is, that's the heart behind this. It's yeah. like, we're kind of thinking about, like, how can we share what God's doing in our heart yeah. um, with you know the series that we're going through? Um, on Sundays and uh, with the hopes that it, it helps all of you, our LCC family, um, take it home too and apply right. it. And, yeah. and the hope is that it would produce fruit. And I just know that it helps me to share. It helps me to hear other people's heart and thoughts too. So for sure, here we go.
1: Yeah.
0: So we're getting into uh, part two of Randy's sermon um, about stewardship and stewarding our purpose and it was going to be one, yeah, uh, one sermon. And now he's broken, yeah, yeah. He broke it up into two sermons. Yeah. So, um, if you missed last week, uh, we're talking about how to steward all the things, our purpose in life, right. stewarding, but all the resources, everything that God has given us. How do we steward that? And we're looking really closely at Matthew twenty-five, verse fourteen where Jesus is telling the parable of um, the three stewards. The master goes away for a trip, and he gives uh, three stewards a certain amount of uh, resources and money, they refer to them as talents, and um, kind of how each one responded, and how we can take what they did and learn from it. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. so I listened to this at home because I was home with a sick kid, Um, and so I kind of re-listened to it. I thought it was great. Continuation of last week's, and so there were some things that, as I was listening again today that I felt like the Lord dropped to my heart, and I was kind of about you know when we read the when we read the Bible, we're getting such a three sixty view of it, beginning end you yeah. know we we look at Eve and we're like, oh, I can't believe she did that, Duh. you know, yeah. yeah, how dare she, and then we do the same thing, like when we read the story about the parable, um we see the guy that got one, and then especially when you hear that one represented 600,000 of buying power. Yeah. Um we can judge them so easily and we're like I can't believe he was not appreciative. Yeah. He didn't have gratitude. And I felt like the Lord was like isn't that you? Isn't mm. that us? Isn't that all of us? Yeah. And I have, and you know, I have questioned <laughs> my whole life our whole marriage why I'm so outspoken and why God made me such uh, I guess, aggressive woman. <laughs> or
0: like, I would say bold. Bold. Not, ag- not aggressive. Um, aggressive. Aggressive. But I, you know, I, you yeah. know
1: me, um, in my younger days, I was ready to fight at the drop of confident.
0: Confident, Bold. And
1: <laughs> yes. And so I guess I've always questioned that and like really been like, Lord, if you knew I was going to be a Christian and be in the church, why'd you make me this way? Mm-hmm. And I've always said that. And I've, it's been a prayer of like, why did you make me this way? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was the one with the one talent that I was like taking it. And I was like ungrateful for it. Like, why did you give me this? I don't even want this. Yeah. And, like I buried it. I was like, why did you even give me this stupid talent? I'd rather had nothing. Yeah. And so it's like, I felt like Lord was like, isn't that you? Mm-hmm. Um, And so that I haven't been grateful that he has made me the way I've he's made me. Because I look at other women and I'm like, look at her. She's eloquent or... She's an amazing housewife and she's just such a homemaker and she cooks and she does. And I like hate cooking, you know. And so it's just yes. like, I don't feel like that typical like female. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm just like, God, why did you make me this way? You know, and so I feel like I've been that person.
0: I have felt that way in, in some aspects of my life. But, um, but what you said was just so good because I think a lot of times people look at this this parable and they think of like, the things that God's given them as something tangible, right? Yeah, like oh, resources, yeah. or maybe right. even your talents, or like your influence, but, but part like, of your personality. But like, yeah, God has actually given you, right? The way that you are wired, the way that you are made, the way that you're uniquely, yeah, right. You know, and and for a purpose,
1: right? Because like it talked about in the parable we talked about last week, said He knew that your your abilities when He gave you your. Abilities. Yeah. So your abilities would be part of your personality. He knew that I am outspoken, that I will step up. I will say stuff and yeah. I will fight for the underdog and I believe in justice. And those are the things that are part of my personality and who I am at my core. And he knew that about me when he gave me
0: mm-hmm.
1: my personality, you know, my yeah. talent, my calling. Um, and the same with, you know, you that you're more of a helper and that's, you know, who you are at your core. And you've probably questioned, I know you've questioned yourself and people have said, you know, have insulted no you and stuff. said that, you know, you're not manly or, you yeah, know, all of those yeah. kind of things.
0: I'm so. not as type A as they would prefer. Prefer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've questioned some of the ways that I'm made and and some of the ways that I, I even think um, sometimes. I'm like, man, you know, I wish I didn't overthink things so much. I wish I didn't have to analyze every single thing, you know. And I would just, I'd look at people who would just kind of like move through a situation and, you know, confidently too. um, Or it sometimes just appears that they're confident. They might internally. But, you know, we all do that to people. We look at people and we're like, what they're doing, how they are is better than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, in that way. When we do that, we are like the wicked servant yeah. that's bearing our talent. Not we're having
1: gratitude for who we've been Yeah,
0: meet. and if you really think about it, that really does hurt God's heart because He loves the way that we're made. Yeah. He He loves, He's excited about every little aspect of the way that He's made us, and so when we say, like, that's crap, I wish I was someone else. Right. You know, it. I guess when I really think about it, it really is, you know, that is wicked. That's That's hurtful. Yeah. And so... Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, because your analytical side is one of the things that makes you great. When we sit around and have conversations, or I have questions, or I'm like, "What about this?" Is what I got on the sermon. You're like, "Oh, but I got blah 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 blah," and you got thirty more things than me. And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. That's because you've literally been analyzing and thinking about it." Yeah. Um. You know. So.
0: And that's why people like would always say like, "You're just really spacey, man."
1: And you're like, thanks. I don't like- <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's a compliment or <laughs> not. But right. um so yeah, so I really I think that's cool. That's a cool connection that you made there, that it's it's a you know, part of our talent, part of what God's given us is how we're actually made. Yeah. Um I think it's interesting too though, and like, you know, through your story, through through my story, I could tell you that like, you know, God's made us a certain way, wired us a certain way. So right. that's Him giving us that talent. And then Randy said that God also gifts us with the ability to use and develop those talents, those gifts, that personality, you know. Yeah, it still has to be developed. It still has to be developed. It's not like, oh, you get all these things and like, well, how come I'm not successful tomorrow? Right. And just like, you (laughs) know, on the mountaintop tomorrow. But God actually, in in kind of writing the story of our life, intertwines... The ability and the resources for those those things to be developed, oh, yeah. and you know, I was thinking about it. Sometimes uh, the process of developing our gifts is actually meant to build build the character that we need in order to use our gifts the right way and for, for him. sure. Um, I mean, you can you can see like anybody who's like super talented, you know, we put a big you know high price tag on like singers right. being really talented or like uh influential just like influencers or or beauty and that's a talent and that's the way that God's made them but like it took them too far too fast and they don't really have the character right to use it in a good way um
1: yeah, Christine Kane has a quote and it's like if the light in sh- inside of you outshines the light if like the light that shines on you is greater than the light in you, hmm. it will destroy you. Yeah. And it's like, that's really good because, like, you know, it's building character, it's building who you are in Christ. Like, if you're not getting into the Word and building a relationship with God, like, yeah. the lighter, the if the light on you is greater than that that's yeah. within you, it's going to destroy you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think it's a benefit, too, to, to wrestle with some of the process. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, we have done that. Because you, you learn <laughs> Yeah, a lot, and then like what I've learned is that like the best, my talents, my my resources are best when they're submitted to God, you know, and yeah, and that's the only place I want to be with it, right? Because I've tried the other ways, yeah, and you know, it's it's not produced what I wanted, right? And this this does, I mean, I. I'm still discovering gifts. I think yeah. I think we all do as as we grow. We we still right. we discover what God has actually put into us. Right. Um, but it's kind of you have to you have to go through some open doors. You've got to you can't be scared and hide.
1: You have to take steps. Yeah, you got
0: to take some steps. Yeah. So Which that's, is hard. Yeah. To do. It's hard so to that's do. all part of the the hard process. To be obedient sometimes. Um. But, yeah, so I would encourage all of us, like, if there's some open doors in front of you that seem kind of scary, um, you know, and you know that the Holy Spirit is kind of pushing you to go through that door, go through it. Because, you know, he's, if he's telling you to do it, he's going to give you everything you need to do that thing. And chances are it's not, not going to look like what you even expect it to look like. Right. It may lead to another door. Or it may lead to a process where God is going to work on your character. it may lead to some failure so that you can learn how to fail and get back up again. Mm. you know I feel like that was or it may us. lead to some rejection yeah that he wants you to see that you're bigger than that rejection. You might get rejected, but then you'll see that like, well I can be rejected yeah. and still know that the Lord loves me and I'm going to be okay right you know but you never get to do any of that yeah if you're too afraid to fail yeah or if you're too scared and you you hide hide your talent yeah you go bury it yeah um i like so another quote from randy's sermon um was that good stewardship will produce fruit in our lives that will give an opportunity for us to witness yeah. so you know it's kind of like if if all this stuff is god has given you right and you you don't really steward it well and you hide it and you, you discount it or you compare yourself to someone else or spend most of your life like like, well, if I had what they had, then I could do something or like waiting for an opportunity to use what God's given you. It's like I'll use it when I'm better, when I'm more <laughs> presentable, when right. I when I'm stronger. Right. If if we just sit on it, uh we miss a lot of opportunity to witness to like who God is in our life.
1: And it kind of goes with what I said last week uh, is that God knew who you were, your failures, your flaws, how you've messed up when he called you. Yeah. Just like he knew that Peter was going to deny him three times when he called him his rock. He knew that he was those, both of those people, the person yeah. that walked away and denied him and the person that he calls his rock. And that was going to be the foundation of the building His church. Yeah. And so he knew that those two people existed at the same time. He still loved them, he still called them. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the same for us. He knows that I've struggled my faith. He he knew your struggles and he still called us. Yeah. And so that's what's really hard is to come to grips with those things because <clears throat> the devil wants to go, see, you're not called. because yeah. you are such a mess up. And I'm like, Yeah, you're right. And so if we listen to the wrong voice, we could really just hunker down and not do anything. Yeah. You know, but I mean it, God's just not calling us.
0: No yeah
1: not just you and I and everyone here that works at the church, like he's calling you yeah and and so it's that's that's a lot to come to terms with. I mean, just today, I got my hair done, and I got the opportunity to talk to her, my hairdresser about something, and it's just like, I don't have to be a ministry to do that, yeah, you know she was just saying like, well, how do you hear God's voice sometimes? you know, and I was like, the more you lean in, the easier it is to hear the Lord's voice, you know, yeah. um, and so you have those opportunities yeah. with your waitress, with your hairdresser, um, with your coworkers.
0: Yeah, I, I think sometimes um, maybe some of us in ministry miss the opportunity to say that, like, we didn't earn this spot. <laughs> you know, we didn't. Um, God called us to it. Yeah. God called us to it because, like, I did a whole different career before this. We well, fought years. this for a long time. Yeah, I put it off. <laughs> I, I was just like, eh, I'm not going to do that. I don't feel qualified, I don't feel good enough to do that. Yeah. Um but like that's for anything if God's yeah. calling you to do something and you don't feel good enough to do it if you don't feel like adept enough to witness to the person next to you at work you know that's that's not actually the truth Yeah yeah because because of what God's done in your heart you have everything you need to witness yeah. to them yeah. And I spent a lot a lot of time uh, I worked for the power company I was a journeyman lineman um, and was a lineman for 15 years, and I I missed a lot of opportunities. I you know I did a good job. I was excellent at my job, um, but I missed a lot a lot of opportunities to step out and witness um, yeah. to my coworkers, maybe take more of an interest in their lives, um, pray for them, pray with them. And I was kind of my excuse was like, um, well, I'm I'm not really in ministry. I can't really speak to that as well as somebody at a church right. or something like that. And so like it was kind of like in that way I was being like the the lazy servant because I was I was burying what I had right then mm-hmm. hoping to invest once I got something better or seemed more appealing. Yeah. And I think we all do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so like um there was one time I knew uh, God was calling me to full-time ministry and I was making steps in that direction and I was man, I was just having a really tough time with it because I realized, like, okay, I'm going to go into full-time ministry um, and, like, you know, I've kind of sort of witnessed to one person in my long 20-year life uh, with Jesus. And I just feel like, you know, man, I I just don't feel qualified to be in ministry, you know, because I look back and I, I can acknowledge, even at that point, it's like, man, I missed a lot of opportunities to really, speak to who God is in my life and what he's done. Um, And so like now I just feel like I almost feel crushed with this burden of knowing I'm going to go into full-time ministry. I just don't feel worthy. I don't feel enough. And like, you know, what am I going to do there? I haven't been able to do any, you know, I haven't done what I'm supposed to do here. And so that's proof that like I have not earned this. Um, (laughs) But I was praying about it. I was really frustrated and I was just kind of, uh, ranting at god about it and uh so i said you know like i can't say that I've, I've really seen you like the things that i want to see in people's lives i want to see your holy spirit moving i want to see revival pour out and i want to see all these like healings, all the yeah. things that i see in the bible i don't see that present in my life and now you want me to go be in full-time ministry <clears throat> and i was about to meet this guy at work that that worked for me and uh he said well I felt the Lord say, was like, well, uh, you're going to meet Josh, and I need you to uh, pray for him. Why don't you try praying for him? Offer to pray for him. Yeah. And I'm like, huh?
1: Please no, please no. <laughs> I'm like,
0: uh, okay, that's kind of weird. Because we're, I mean, it's a construction industry, pretty rough people. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And we go through, we, we're working on stuff. And I'm like, like, okay, when's the right time? Like, oh, how do I do this? And like, right. when's the right time to, to, to bring this up? And like, we start talking at kind of, we're about to leave. And I'm like, oh crap, you know, I got to do this. And he just opens up and starts talking about his life and his family life and just starts going. And I'm like, okay, this is the time. Yeah. And so I said, hey man, um, I believe the Lord loves you and has a purpose for your life. And so like, I believe that he wants me to pray for you and and to show you a way through this. And he was just like, why would you say that to me? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he's going to beat um, me up. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, because I believe th- the Lord loves you and cares for you, and I, he's powerful, you know. And, I, you know, I didn't even know what came out of my mouth at that point. <laughs> You're like, uh. And I'm thinking like, oh, man, this, you know. But he was like, I mean, that's that's awesome. Like, I, I've just been, I've been you know, thinking a lot about God, I've, I've kind of been praying what I think is praying. And like, I'm just wondering if he's even real. And so that opened up a door. Yeah. And it was just me saying yes. It wasn't. Yeah. And it was a clumsy yes. Yes, at that. a clumsy yes. It Very was a often. clumsy yes at that. And so like, yeah. I just, you know, if that can encourage any one of you to, to reach out and to, you know, share what the Lord's doing in your life. Share. Don't yeah. bury it. Yeah. Don't, don't bury it. And like, you don't have to worry about what you've done before. And how many times you missed that opportunity? Yeah. Um, today's today, and he wants. Uh, and f- what First Peter says that God's given us everything we need to live a godly life. So yeah. like, He's given you everything you need. So now it's it's time for us to to not bury it, right? Amen. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think we're out of time. Yeah, <laughs> but. Anyways, stewardship. Go back and listen to the the full sermon. It'll bless you. Yeah. Um it was good. And I'm, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit moves, uh uses like he always does, uses his word to reveal and lead us into all truth. Um, because it's really gonna bless you. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this book by John Bevere. It's multiply your God given uh potential and the link will be in the description. Um This is for everybody. This isn't just for people in ministry. This is if you wonder what your purpose is and what you were meant to do and how you were made and all that stuff, this addresses it. It's really helpful. It'll really inspire you. It'll give you courage. Um, So check it out. Buy the book. Read it. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a happy Thanksgiving.